0: Welcome to Shh. We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Kalina. And this is Saylet. Anza, uh, thanks for joining us again. We are a podcast that reads and reviews paranormal romance
1: novels, so we're happy to
0: be back with you today.
1: Yes, thank you for joining us. If you hear any background noise in the beginning of this section, it's because Daniel's walking around in his steel-toe boots, and he's pulled his pants down to show me his butt. So, <laughs> just saying... <laughs> But welcome back. Thank you again for joining us, as Kalina said. And yeah. Hey, you know what we haven't done in a while? What? Which we don't have to do. I don't think we've talked about how we've been doing since the beginning of the year.
0: Have we? No. Okay. We
1: haven't. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have to go on for very long. This is a very quick book.
0: I'm doing... It depends. I'm, like, up and down. It's always the hardest time of year for me, work-wise, because we have the audit and everything's due, and it's, like, shocking how fast the first month, the two months, goes, and how I don't have any time to get shit done. Mm -hmm. I am struggling still with lingering... Cold things, you know, had COVID, got over it, but my sinuses are still all cloggy and like I have a lot of congestion that's been now, we're going on like two months now. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully I get that cleared up soon. Antibiotics did not help. Um, so that's not great. My dog is being a little jerk (laughs) (laughs) and wandering around. But yeah, it's, you know, eh, I'm trying. I'm trying to get back into the swing of things, eating plant, like lifestyle wise. Mm -hmm. Uh, Go back to the the cycle syncing method from Elisa Vidi. Uh, I really liked it last year. It was really helpful until I quit on it (laughs) when shit shit got hard. And I was like,
1: ah. It's kind of changed abruptly in your life.
0: So (laughs) that sucks. So I'm working my way back into that because I really felt good when I was doing that.
1: And Mm -hmm. so I'm trying. Cool. Well, that's good. And you? Yeah, I took my first ever Break off of school after about two years. Um, So I took one uh, term off for about eight weeks, and that was really nice. And I'm back, but now I'm kind of doing like a, I guess, a crash course. So I've got a lot going on with school, and I want to get this done and as quickly as possible. So I found some alternative classes that I could take that probably can help me get out of there. As far as my lifestyle plan, I Dude, it's so fucking hard to get back onto any type (laughs) of, you know, regimen or schedule or anything. I look back at my notes, uh, my food diary and all of that stuff that I've tracked in the beginning of the year. Uh, So in all, I lost about 40 pounds last year, but then I gained almost 20 of it back during the summer. And Mm -hmm. so that's been a little bit difficult to try to get back to it. So my goal is to get back down to at least that 20 pounds before for Chimmy's wedding in October. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> oh, we have a deadline. All right, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's do it. Yeah, I think if we set some goals, we That's can That's a good
0: this. goal. My other goal, my goal's not number specific, but it is... I want to be on this plant, like and, and like, really get into it so well that it's just second nature to me. Exactly. Before I turn forty, because that happens next year. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. I want to have this because I feel like yes. going into my forties without having kind of gotten this whole shit under control is really not great health wise and yeah. plan wise and yeah. lifestyle plan wise. So I want to <laughs> make it so that it can that I can weather ups and downs and like. Mm-hmm tough stuff that happens without it derailing that side of my life as well yeah And I exactly. have a year. I have a year to accomplish it. So I just need to buckle the fuck down.
1: <laughs> just gotta get down into do, it, and that's exactly what. It, and that's how we started the plan last year. Was this is wasn't just like a really quick couple of months or just a year plan. This is a lifestyle change. Yeah, you know. So for us, it's going to be second nature. It's not. To, yeah,
0: it's not just a diet like to right. get you know five pounds off before some something. It, it is a plan right. to to be healthier long term for the rest of life.
1: Exactly. I just got to get back to being intentional and, and, and caring and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. I think that was a, I think that was needed. Just get that off and out of our chest. I know. Like uh, for
0: everybody, they're like, why are you guys talking about this in March? And it's like, well, sorry, it's January in our lives.
1: You guys know the time world doesn't work here. Our world's different. (laughs) It is. All right. Well, I'm going to give you a quickie before we talk about this book. And uh, that is what's more uncomfortable, (laughs) wall sex or shower sex? Oh, fuck. (laughs) Okay. I I had it framed. I had this question framed like in a positive manner, like which one's better? I think they're both very awkward and weird and you and I are very awkward and weird. So I wanted to pose it in this way of it being like, (laughs) yeah, you know what I mean? Yes. Here's
0: the thing. I have never been small and light enough and with somebody big and strong enough to hold me up against (laughs) a wall for any significant amount of time. (laughs) Mm, Okay. Because, like, that takes effort. It does. Like, sex in the shower, at least there's usually, like, a ledge or (gasps) somewhere you can put your foot and kind of help with the angles, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that it would be too dangerous to have someone try to support your entire weight in a shower. Like that's how you all die.
1: That's how everybody dies.
0: Everybody dies.
1: Everybody in their shower dies. (laughs) dies. So at least there, there's
0: some alternative angles and stuff and you can kind of work through it. But the wall sex is just like this. It just, no, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not there. (laughs) So I guess, I
1: don't know how to answer this one because I think. <laughs> well, especially if you haven't really done the wall sex no, part of it, you not, can't. not it, not for any
0: length of time or significant amount.
1: I will know? answer for you. Okay. Because I, <laughs> I feel like you and I would be on the same boat here. Thank you. <laughs> I think wall sex is definitely more uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't, unless you're like super petite and really small, or the guy's like super, like he's a bear. Like if he's a bear shifter, I get it. Because okay. they can like lift you and, and you know, sure. and, and, and do all that stuff. It, you
0: know, it's it's The Rock or Jason Momoa, right?
1: Exactly. Who is um, available? I know. By the way. Hey, Ooh, I,
0: okay. I saw that. <laughs> I, I was sorry to hear about it. Yeah, they were a super cute too. couple. Love them. They but were beautiful, um, But Jason.
1: <laughs> um, hey, ladies. Just saying. Just just saying. (laughs) But yeah, if you had Jason Momoa, I think it would be totally fine. (laughs) And you would be more comfortable in the shower with him if it was shower and wall sex. Sure. Although I would still, you know, I'd be like, can you just wear like rubber shoes or something so that you don't slip and fall and we both fall down and you break your dick or something? Yeah, unless you're super tiny or have a really strong guy, wall sex is very uncomfortable. You're more concentrated on not dying in the act of sex <laughs> than actually enjoying it. <laughs> because you're trying to like find now, comfortable positions and it's just not.
0: Because the scene that we're talking about mm-hmm. in, is in this book, and it started off with him, he had her up against the wall and he went down on her. That is not a problem.
1: <laughs> that is not a problem. Your both your feet are securely set on the ground. Yep. Yep.
0: <laughs> you and and you've got about... the added
1: support of his face
0: in your. Yes. <laughs> helping you stay up because your legs yes. do go to jelly and you're like that's fine. You just don't let yeah. me fall down, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. That and if you a... do,
0: it's just going to be a slow slide to the ground.
1: <laughs> exactly. You don't have a lot to fall. You're not you don't have to pretend like you're going to have to bend a certain way and it, it, it. I don't know. Any. It's, it's all. It's dangerous. It's dangerous territory unless <laughs> you're <a> flat horizontal. <laughs> unless you're ground, like, exactly.
0: or bed or table <laughs> or couch.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. That was a pretty hot scene. I loved oh, it.
0: Oh, fuck the scene. Yes,
1: I loved holy. it a lot. Yeah.
0: That's what Millie can do for us. But
1: oh yeah, absolutely. So let's just do it. All right. Good. Yeah, we're in the yeah. book. Woohoo! Yeah. So we read "Seduced in Salem." It's book two of the Casters and Claws series by Millie Taton, narrated by Summer Roberts and Brian Polino, I believe. Yeah, is that you say his yeah. Name? Polino. Polino. Yeah. Clitz Notes. Let's go. <laughs> right. I forgot I did this
0: part. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody remembers episode 79, where we did the first book, Spellbound in Salem. So we, that's when we read the first book. Both these books, and I think the next two, are all happening like simultaneously to each other yes. because the wolf pack in the town of Salem discovers that there is a plot by the order of Salem to kill all of the witches that are descendants from the original victims of the witch trials in Salem. Mm-hmm. And they're going to do them in familial order in which the original witch trials killed the witches. So the first family to go will be the bishop. Mm-hmm. Um, there are four girls in that family, two sets of twins who were born on the same day, to their mothers who were twins. <laughs>
1: That's super cute.
0: So anyway, in the first book, we met Raven, and she got taken off by Zane, who is the sheriff of the town and also the enforcer of the wolf pack. This book, it's Cerise. She's Raven's twin. And Axel, the uh, alpha Alpha. of the wolf pack, comes to her house to pick her up and take her to a different location because their idea is as long as they keep the bishop women separate the order will be spread thin trying to kill all of them mm-hmm. makes sense okay so naturally woman alone at home super hot man who is not the sheriff or a police officer storms up and says come with me if you want to live <laughs> maybe sets off some alarm bells i get it You don't want to do that
1: um, but very reminiscent of the very first <laughs> season. the same book
0: just <laughs> everybody buckle in <laughs> be hard for them to be different with this as the structure
1: yeah for
0: sure because okay. at yeah. the end the difference is going to hang on the characters it's yeah. not on the story because the story's the same Jude mm-hmm. goes to a woman's house and says come with me if you want to live <laughs> <laughs> yes yes and then the rest of the plot is how these two personalities and not even the plot but the rest of the story is how these two personalities get along yes so some guys show up to try to kill her with guns and end up shooting axel like in his wolf form he takes the bullet she tries to help him she passes out she gets hit on the head passes out whatever he takes her to his house The whole time she's convinced that she's being kidnapped, she's acting really rough to him. Yeah. Not cooperative, but she doesn't have her magic back. So she's kind of going along with it in the sense that she doesn't have a lot of options. He takes her around the wolf territory Introduces her to the pack He knows immediately this is his mate Because yeah. his mate senses like dinging She's super attracted to him But she's struggling because like in the first book They did a spell when they were young To find the initials of their true loves And at the time they read it So that Raven's love would have The initials AB and Cerise's Would be ZC Now that became problematic in the first book When Raven's hanging out with a ZC guy And now Cerise's <laughs> hanging out with an AB guy and she's like I can't take my sister's mate. No That's way. my sister's boyfriend. and uh, I. But he's so hot. But he's so hot and I'm so attracted to him. Everything he does. Um, <laughs> and he's working hard, dude. Is putting in the effort. He is like making yes. her coffee. He, he watched her make it and made it exactly the same. That's fucking great. Those little yeah. things matter so much. Like when someone remembers how you like take coffee or tea. Just like the
1: little intricacies of how you. Yeah. The, just normal everyday stuff. The way you eat eggs. Or, you know, like just
0: yeah. small things. Then, then basically, that's like the story. They, it's the them, they finally just fuck one time, and she's just like, maybe I just need to do this and get him out of my system. Yeah. And then it turns out to be like a whole day of fucking, cause he's definitely not a one fuck dude. Uh, uh- yeah. <laughs> Uh, And then she still keeps trying to, like, undermine his protection and escape. And she ends up getting kidnapped and almost thrown on a fire and burnt alive. But then, you know, the pack saves her and she realizes he is her mate, too. She just needed to come to terms with it. And now they're going to be fine. And they have to keep figuring out why this awful people are trying to kill witches. So,
1: yes, I'm hoping that Astra and Celine, who are the other set of twins, their twin cousins, Have different personalities just to change the way these stories are being told, you know, like and seen in a different light. Because this essentially was the first book. Both her and her sister are the same character.
0: Yeah. I also hope, and I think we can get it because did you listen to the end where they did the snippet for Celine Mm -hmm. or for Astra? For For Astra next book? Because it sounds like it's setting up a different beginning. Yeah. Instead of a guy reaching her first and saying, I'm your wolf who's gonna protect you. It sounds like
1: It sounds like a client has been possessed or something. Well,
0: either that or has been faking being like she's been seeing her as a client, keeping an eye on Astra as a witch, and then turn. She shows up for her appointment, is like, I can't wait to fuck with you or something. You know, like something right. And so we're gonna find out why the Salem thing is going on, because obviously in this book a big piece was Axel kept telling her not to do magic because he was pretty sure they could track magic. He did not have any basis for this information, so it was hard to understand why he was so convinced about it. What's his name was, too? Zane. Zane. And they just are, like, did help and determine that Order tracks magic. And the witches Mm -hmm. are going, but the Order hates witches. They have to use magic to track witches, and they don't believe in magic. So they're not hypocrites. And I'm like, every bad guy is a hypocrite. It's literally, have you not seen what goes on out there?
1: (laughs) Here's my guess. My guess is this guy is a witch. Oh yeah. Like the leader of the bad guys is a witch and he's got some type of vendetta against the goods and the bishops from a million years ago that he's trying to fucking settle now. Oh by trying to kill off these. Absolutely. Did you ever see The Covenant? Yes, I watched it with you.
0: I love that fucking movie. But it'll be something <laughs> like that where, you know, he was also a descendant of the original mm-hmm. witches, but no one ever told him. And yep. so he didn't understand how bad the power could be at, whatever. So he was mad exactly. at the other families. Yeah, it's totally going to be something similar where the order is really working for a witch that they don't, they think they're doing it out of their hatred of witch and magic, mm-hmm. but it's going to end up being, they work for one. Yes. Because, and I think it's that, I think it's that lady who's hanging out with Astra at the end of this book. But anyway, we, sh- we are getting ahead because that's a whole book we haven't even read. <laughs> But I'm hoping also that that makes it a little bit different because it it was a bit, it's been a long time since we read the first one, Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: I was immediately like, I've read this before.
1: I you know what I was driving when we started this book and I was like I gotta fucking pull over and uh, do I have the right book and then I looked at your text I was like no Kalina's is right it, it says seduced in Salem but I swear I heard the story about this kid and his dad and the police station and then I realized oh she's just retelling the first part of that story in this part which I think is really good and I think it would work if you listen to these books simultaneously yeah closer don't, together than what we did. With, yeah closer to don't do it a year apart because then you'll get confused <laughs> and you'll think i fucking already read this book you haven't yeah. you have not well <laughs> in a way <laughs> I got, yeah, yeah, that's true. The names change. Because <laughs> <In laughs> even so, like, I think Zane takes Raven to a cabin yeah. also. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just they all have it's their own not on cabin path land, it's a special right. cabin. <laughs> right. Cause, well, he's the alpha. Axel's the alpha. So, so he, he goes the home, to path Big land. fancy. Yeah, exactly. What did you think about Zane? Axel? Axel. What did you think about <laughs> Axel? I'm always, like, I'm always going to call him Zane. In my head, he's Zane. <laughs> so
0: i honestly if my memory's right i remember really liking zane mm-hmm. and i don't think axel has anything to like i don't know axel i don't feel as if we got much like we focused so hard on cerise and her issues yeah all i know about axel is he's the alpha he's a doctor <laughs> He he wasn't interested in fighting
1: his mate yet. No, but Mama, but mama, I don't Ellen or whatever her name was. Yeah, really wanted him to. Yeah,
0: but I don't know. Like he didn't. We don't have his dating history. And you know, if he's fucked up from a prior relationship, we don't have his interests outside of being a good wolf leader and a doctor at an ER. I mean, Mm -hmm. it did. He had that nice story where the reason he's a doctor is because he was out hunting and a human got shot accidentally and they couldn't save him because of how fast he died. Whereas like the shifters all heal so fast that bullet wounds don't matter. So he decided he wanted to be a doctor to help humans help those. Unblessed with superhuman abilities to right. heal <laughs> and, and help people. He's a helper. He's good. So, but I just didn't like, I mean,
1: he seems nice. He definitely isn't like an alpha a hole. Not so much. Not, I mean, you don't see him. You, you see him as a really good leader when they get to meet the rest of the pack or when she gets to meet the, re- the rest of the pack. But in the bedroom, he's very dominating. He's very dominant. Like, did you catch on to that where he's like, your orgasms are only. Oh, with yeah. Me? No. That's. <laughs>
0: whole scene we like yeah i got some issues
1: with that buddy that's <laughs> yeah i was like oh, oh. cuz i was liking him for a long time because he is like i know we don't know very much about him uh-huh. but he was, he's, he seems really quiet and just has to do what he needs to do to survive well, or whatever. Yeah. Right? He, but
0: he was being nice. And like at one point, yeah. you know, when she was talking about her ex and how they also just, they'd fight and be passionate and then fuck and this. And, and, and Axel was like, not fuck. We have, we make love. He was mm-hmm. very adamant that, and then they did, they took it more gently and like it was a different experience. And he's making an effort to like, yeah, make her see him and understand their connection because it's deeper than just that initial. Sexual passion that lust. they were feeling, lust. Uh huh. Um, yeah, that one scene. I just didn't like any of his lines in that scene because I was like, <laughs> "Fuck you!" If I want to go in the shower and get myself off, you do not get to determine that I can't do that.
1: <laughs> right. Well, and she did. She was just like, "Oh yeah," and started pleasuring herself yeah. in front of him. So she's like, "Fuck you!" I get to determine when I get to do this, which I thought was very awesome. That but was. I don't know. That was the only little bit about Axel that I did. Yeah, really like. it was but one, and it not. was like one sentence and i was just like it, it was and it was just that it was just uh something like but the rest of them, them didn't seem it. bad because
0: mm-hmm. he was very like yeah whatever let's do this mm-hmm. but yeah i know i just uh for all the characters he's gonna be one i barely remember yeah because i, mean, they, they, I just get i don't much get much on him this book is i love millie tayden's writing because yes. her sex scenes are fucking amazing yes that's and so good she does not skimp on them she doesn't make you mm-hmm. wait too long she just this is like this is why people read these books. We want and smut she likes them
1: different. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: We want smut and we want it now. Yep. <laughs> but these are some of the flattest characters of hers I've read. I was most disappointed in these characters.
1: I that's why I'm hoping for Astra and Celine's books to get a little bit more from those type of sisters or to get a little bit more from the storyline. at least to figure out what's gonna happen. She has to close it out, right? Yeah. But, I mean...
0: I I mean, think about the other sisters who we're really familiar with, the McKilligan, because we've read now four of those books. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the fourth one wasn't a McKilligan sister, but whatever. Charlie, Max, And (laughs) And Stevie. And Stevie are so different, and their issues with men are so different. And every Mm -hmm. book, well, at the end of the day, we know... A lot of this genre is very similar stories because it's not, I mean, that's what we're reading them for. We don't want something 100% out of bounds because that'd be a different genre.
1: Right, right? exactly. So mm-hmm. we get
0: that. And I know you're not going to find like completely novel new things in every book. So that's, and that's fine. I don't mind reading something that's familiar and comforting each time. But these ones were too similar. And at least they were, yeah.
1: they had the same exact story. Yeah. Except the initials were flipped for their, <laughs> yeah. the mates they thought they were supposed to be, end up with. Yeah. They both were in a bad relationship and that determined, like, it influences how the relationships they're going to have in the future. That's why they were so compatible. Well, that and they, you know, were surprised by these guys who were like, you got to come with us or die. I mean, I get that, you know. I do too. But-
0: I do. I absolutely get that. It, it's not It wouldn't be easy. It'd be and, and I don't remember Raven, but Cerise was in fucking boxers in a tank top. And mm-hmm. when he took her out of the house, he didn't bring anything with like she yep. didn't have her phone she didn't have change of clothes i'm shocked she fucking has shoes i actually don't know if she does or not uh <laughs> like, <laughs> i think she had slippers on in the beginning yes but... it, when she was first walking she had mm-hmm. slippers on so she might still have those so it's like that is unsettling i get all of the reasons oh, to yeah. be disturbed when you wake up from a fucking head trauma after having witnessed three men try to kill you yeah and you're in a car going, you don't know where, and you barely have any stuff with you. Like it's, yeah. it's all going to be upsetting and unset, you know, difficult. I get that. I'm on board, and I feel like both of them. Doesn't matter who you are, you kind of react similarly. Sure. Add the trauma yeah. of now being told that you're supposed to be a mate to somebody, and like, all right, difficulty. But. <sighs> <laughs>
1: A little, that's a little bit
0: difficult. (laughs) This was was rough. I get it. But it's just like, it did feel like they both had the same problems and couldn't, but they, they talked about their sisters as having not the same issues, but now I'm reading the book and I'm like, this is the same.
1: It's the same issues. I think with, Zane and Raven, they were, she was at the shop that the Mm -hmm, sisters mm -hmm. own. Yeah, because they lived together. So she, yeah, yeah. she
0: got taken from the magic store. Yes. So she was in more clothes, obviously. She would have been in
1: at least. She had regular clothes. And after their battle, when they drove off, he was naked. And she was talking about how pretty his penis was. It was a very pretty penis. A pretty flaccid penis. And... Axel put on her robe because he her was afraid
0: robe. that she would be concerned he was naked. <laughs> so that yeah. was funny. That was a kind of funny throwback to the first book where, yes. you know, mm-hmm. okay, I won't do the same thing again. Yeah.
1: It, it, but it really is. It's just a repeat of the same story.
0: Yeah. It just, because Cerise was so hung up on this guy from, she dated from when she was 18. Yeah. She's in high school. And she let him talk her into doing darker magic and like using her magic for bad purposes because he was so obsessed with magic and Uh she assumed it was love but it really wasn't and then at the end when they were caught he blamed her for everything and like had proof that she was the one behind everything and so she was the one in trouble and and all of that sucks i get that but you're 18 and you make really dumb fucking choices
1: (laughs) you do you make dumb choices and you haven't experienced every other i mean uh, up until even as an adult you don't get to experience every type of relationship but they were real focused on basing future relationships on this one past experience and this one boy that yeah. she let Yeah she was determined she to
0: never life. have a real one again and just find somebody who was easy and didn't she didn't really care about. Yeah. She's like that'll be the I, guy I, for me and I'm like She's like I just yeah. Well <laughs>
1: I I mean, I get it. You also don't have that. Your mind is inexperienced in thinking that way, too, you know. But as you, we're assuming that these girls are in their mid-20s yeah. somewhere. I don't remember if we found out in the first book. They, I
0: didn't see anything that repeated it in this book. Yeah. So I'm just guessing to the early to mid-20s range. Just because they definitely aren't still in school. They're out of school. They own their own shop. Mm-hmm. You know, the other twins own a, a like, a Reiki health center. Yeah. Um, so I think they're there. So it's kind of when you should start seeing, I mean, it's hard. Everyone goes through the timeline differently, right? No one yeah. does it on the same way. But I, I, she just seemed so hung up on that for so long and it was using it as such an excuse. And it didn't seem like it was that recent. Whereas the first one, Raven, I think they had just broken. They up. They
1: just broke, and they and they were, and that was a more serious relationship. Yeah,
0: and that was only like months or weeks before, or something. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. I get, you know, Cher's made a little bit more sense. This thing from your teens that's still haunting you and you refuse to move on is a little yeah. bit different. I mean, I get it. He really fucked you up. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, but also your life is in danger. Let's focus on that for a minute. <laughs>
1: You know, and and maybe stop being like, I understand being proud and trying not to show your weaknesses and things like that. But as soon as Axel took that bullet for her, I think she could have backed off a little I'm Like, all right, this guy's serious. He literally jumped in front of a bullet for me. I think I could be a little bit nicer to him. Like she was just, a, she fought him the whole fucking way, even after they'd had sex. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> she literally stole his cell phone out of his back yes. pocket. <laughs>
0: and ran away to use it so she could call her sister, which also, I do get like, why weren't they allowed to talk more?
1: Also that. Why? I I was wondering about that too. Like, They could, (laughs) uh, even if they like stood there and listened to their conversations uh, that let the sisters talk to each other. (laughs) Give them like a daily phone call. That's fine. Okay, we cannot bring you together.
0: We're trying to keep you
1: safe. We get that.
0: But here's a once a day phone call to chat with your sisters and cousins. Fucking that should be fine.
1: That part of the control or having that control over their <laughs> their phone calls and not being in contact with your family was a little rough i didn't, like, I didn't that. like that either no
0: i was i was i was on her side for that i'm on her side for a lot of shit i just also am like i'm not on her side then, <laughs> you know it takes both guys sure <laughs> yeah she definitely she she kept saying i don't need a man to save me and i'm like he literally saved you.
1: <laughs> he literally saved you. i and love she tried to flip and say actually i tried to i saved you too i tried to heal you he's like well you didn't have to i'm a Yes, I heal I, instantly I, that was
0: good she did try he she didn't know he healed instantly i couldn't tell if she knew about shifters or not because at first when he told her that he was a shifter she, she laughed constantly. at him mm-hmm. like it was a joke and he was hallucinating or something and then at the end when he's like well do you want to know about shifters and she's like what are you gonna mansplain shifters to me and i'm like yeah. no, i'm sorry miss you're misreusing that fucking word <laughs> if he was telling you about witches that would be fucking mansplaining yes you you're a witch. He's not. And he's going to explain witches to you. Fucking mansplain. That dude is a shifter. He gets to tell you what shifters are about. And that's not mansplaining. <laughs> that's just, hey, you aren't a shifter. Maybe there's some info I have as one that I can share with you.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and instantly after she was just like, haha, you're a, a shifter or whatever that means. He was like, how could you doubt that knowing that you're a witch that <laughs> can do powerful magic? And, and then she's just like. Uh, sh- 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 and huff and you know, like she can- didn't have an an answer for that, so no. I thought that was. <laughs>
0: I know. And <laughs> It's like yeah. It's not. She's just. Oh, I don't know. Just I wanted. Finding... I just wanted to like this book more than I did. I think at the end of the day. Me
1: too. I think she was just. I think if she wasn't just so combative and fought him every single inch of the way, it would have been a more. I needed. Easy
0: book. Yeah. I think I needed to see growth in her.
1: Exactly. And that's yeah. what I didn't see. Yes.
0: I mean, by the end, she is all like, oh, she's one eighty, but I don't know how we got there, other than she almost died again. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this time she did
1: tie to a pyre and like burn to death. But that's it. She did a complete I'm in love with you, even though I only met you two days ago. And
0: I want you to mate me and like bite me and turn me into a wolf, you know, like not turn me into a wolf, but make me, you know, the queen of of your pack. pack. I mean, Mm -hmm. she went all in after like fighting him for three fucking days or whatever. Yeah.
1: After all of the things that he had done and tried to explain to her. Yeah. And she still wouldn't. (laughs) she just refused to listen no she wouldn't listen at all she wouldn't hear him and
0: she was so pissed about like she's like you won't tell me anything I was like every time he starts opening his mouth you fucking snap at him <laughs> You don't listen, so why should he tell you? Because you just throw shit back in his face
1: all the time. Like, when they were at the daycare and she was trying to fix the little yeah. kid who skinned his knee or something, he's like, let him heal. She's like, you just want this guy. He's in pain. I have to help him. He's like, he's already healed. <laughs> and then she just, like, fought him the whole time about that. And even the kid is like, I'm cool.
0: Later days,
1: like, yeah. you know, she just, like, everything was a oh, fucking oh, oh, oh. fight. <laughs> Come on. Don't be so picky. <laughs> yeah but the sex in this book was great now Their let's move on awesome. to what we love
0: <laughs> yes and what we get lots of because millie writes it so well so you millie can just get past sex. all this other shit yeah. and get right to sex because it's fucking deamy.
1: oh it's so good this is what the quickie was based on because we get both wall sex and sort of shower so we, we get, get a, a scene in the shower job scene and yeah fingering and and masturbation yeah i mean he goes to town on himself a few times in the shower because he can't like <laughs> he's like i know got, he's super attracted to her and gets a boner every time he sees her so he just goes to release himself in the shower which is like the best place that you can relieve yourself yes is the shower shower is the best it really is like that's the best place to have s- solo activities but maybe not activities with your partner, <laughs> unless you're both being solo in the shower together. <laughs> Ooh, that's a thought
0: I had not had. Yeah, you <laughs> there know, you there you go.
1: You do you, I do me. We just watch each other. No slipperiness happens. We both come out yeah. alive and well, uninjured. You
0: know, yeah, it'd be better if if you had one of those showers with the, the dual shower heads, like t- like two on each, like one on each wall, because mm-hmm. then you could both be in the shower. Yes. Otherwise, somebody's not really in the shower.
1: That's true. Somebody standing out in the cold
0: somebody's at the getting, end getting just drops of
1: water <laughs> they're just like getting you know a little bit of water here and there, half wet half dry yeah it's not fun for that guy
0: no no but that's oh.
1: that first scene was sex against the wall so he i mean like she finished like okay i i need to just get this out of my system let's just fuck and he's like okay let's do this because he already knows. And I think he did tell her... No. You are my mate. No. Before this... No? no? It was after this scene? Yes. Okay, because Zayn tells Raven almost instantly. I think he tells her when he walks into her shop. Almost instantly. He's like, yeah, he's well, like- you're my mate. And then he shifts. And yeah. then, then it's done and she's like what the fuck just happened
0: yeah, no it, he goes hard on the you're my mate from like five minutes the in the
1: beginning from the very beginning
0: axel mm-hmm. holds back they fuck for a whole day
1: okay that's what it was okay
0: then he's like hey we're in bed let me tell you something
1: yes that's right you're
0: my mate and then she throws a hissy fit and then his mom shows up
1: and she yes. and,
0: <laughs> and his mom's like yeah you're his mate and she's like no, i don't believe anybody <laughs> How would I believe your shifter sense over my witch magic that told me when I was 12 that my mate would be somebody ZC?
1: I just, oh, I really, that irks me so much how dependent they are on this goddamn spell. And they barely know how to read. I don't know. Like, it's just, that's (laughs) untrue they're teenagers. Whatever. But still, it's like, it's just... And I feel like Raven did the same thing, too. I mean, she touched back and forth on that, but maybe she didn't hold on to it as far as or as much as Cerise did. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yes. she was willing to, um, to, quote unquote, sleep with her sister's mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, you know, knowing that this Possibly spell had given them potential. those initials. Right. She wasn't sure. She's like, I just got to get out of the system. And so she she kisses him. He picks her up. And puts her against the wall in the bedroom. He's trying to get her to the bed, but they don't make it to the bed. Nah. And then he just like, I mean, why? Why when you've why? got a wall and you're a big strong wolf that could just pick somebody up and, you know, and then go down on her against the wall meal, and then just fucking bang y'all. her against the wall. Yeah. Dude, dude, yeah.
0: that's hot. It was so hot.
1: That shit is hot.
0: And he was so good. <laughs>
1: He was so good.
0: I was definitely like, "Yes, this is what I do this for. This is why I read these books." Mm
1: -hmm. I need this seed in my life. Yeah, he goes. I don't. I think she finally has clothes now because he sends some part of the pack to go get her like clothes and stuff. Yeah, she has
0: leggings and shit. Because of the, the the yeah the other woman in the in the pack have given her clothes yeah but he was surprised because when he gets the tank off of her it's just a shelf bra tank and she's not wearing a bra under it I thought that was a mm-hmm. cute little detail because I was like well that's me all the time yes. <laughs>
1: We were actually sort of talking about that last weekend. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love the tank bra, or the shelf bras inside of my camisole. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes bras suck. Fuck those things. All the
1: time bras suck. All the time bras bras suck. Are not fun at
0: all. And so. Like when I'm not doing anything out in public, then I'm fucking actually even sometimes when I'm doing stuff out in public because <laughs> this shelf <laughs> bra at least keeps them from being super bouncy all over the goddamn place. Yeah, it, it's a you little. It just need is to enough control them, control so that they aren't mm-hmm. like wild and crazy out there because that's embarrassing.
1: But still have a little bit of freedom.
0: But then yeah, it's not it's not got wires it's and not clasps and fucking shit all over. it. This <laughs> is <pisses> me. <off. laughs>
1: No. But yeah, so he goes down on her. He, oh. he does the thing. He gives her an orgasm. She's like... He's all like uh, kissing her legs and shit. And I'm just like, is, yes, it please. is. There's lots of really good tender lead up into before the, even the intercourse oh
0: i think the description like before he really gets started where he just like kisses her lips a couple times like her mm-hmm. lower lips obviously
1: yes yes <laughs> um, yeah just
0: that like it doesn't have to be instantaneously penetrative like right the outside is also sensitive guys and so Very just sensitive. a little like just Cause it, and then also, like, feeling that kind of breath on you down there. Like, you know, the anticipation gets... Oh, fuck. Dude. It's
1: making out... Like, you're literally making out with a pussy. Yes. Imagine it to be my face lips, but they're my... Not oh. face lip. They're my vagina lips. It is literally just making out with... And it's yeah, so good. It's the same movements. The same tongue movements. The same suckling. The same kissing. Yeah, oh. it's very sensual. Millie did a fantastic job with that scene. And then they didn't worry about condoms. They did. And then they Well, she did. Over she was it. like, hey. Yeah. And he's like, nah, I, don't, I can't no. get
0: disease. Of course, we get that fucking line.
1: Yeah. I can <laughs> <laughs> uh, And I
0: like, get okay, it. I it makes it easier for the author. Op- like, this is where our authors cheat a lot because they're like okay i don't yes. have to practice safe sex cuz my uh, c- creatures can't ever get diseased. Right. there's just no we, disease we in these communities disease. and she yeah. has an iud
1: so she won't get pregnant i can't wait until we get like a fucking koala shifter and they all have chlamydia they so. all
0: have chlamydia bitches so <laughs> <laughs> you
1: better use i don't believe you <laughs> i believe you have chlamydia <laughs> <laughs> let's
0: let's go ahead and practice safe sex anyway <laughs> So <laughs> You can prove to me you do not
1: yeah. have chlamydia. And then he takes her up against the wall. <gasps>
0: In a very intense good. way. That makes oh, yeah. me quite happy.
1: Oh, my God. Yes. I, I just, I, I love picturing that. It was very, very good. Very good. And then, yeah, then he takes her to the bed, and then they finish off there. For, like, a day. Hours. <laughs> And hours and hours. So lost. she's like, "This is not possible." Yeah, he because he,
0: he was like, "Okay, I guess I we didn't make it to the bed. That was that sucks. I, was, you know, that's where I was going for. So I guess the next one will have to be there." And she's like, "What in a couple hours?" He's like, "Nope." Yep. <laughs> Shift like, your no. period
1: <laughs> Be prepared for sore vagina.
0: Oh no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> too much. It's too much. I prefer the, you know, the, the couple of hours or, you know, maybe day yeah. rest after. Sure. I think that would be very nice. <laughs> but yeah, so 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 that was a good scene. And then there's a couple of other scenes, like we said. There's a blowjob scene in the shower. Couple of masturbation. Not very get full descriptions. There's a but. kiss
0: that happens in the kitchen before she goes to try to take care of herself in the shower. Because that's what probably all of it, right? Because yes, he had told her, "You're my mate," and she wasn't believing him, and she kept saying really kind of awful, derogatory things about his <laughs> community and beliefs. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> this nonsense of shifters and I'm like, buddy. Okay. Come on, man. Um and then so he gets really close and kind of fucks with her for a bit, and she just she ends up kissing him mm-hmm. and he's like, What do you mean there's no fucking mate? Like, I mean he plays it really well, but that kiss oh, yeah. is intense for just That's a kiss. That kiss scene. fucking messed me up. I was like what? it <laughs> messed her up. She
1: had to go take a shower.
0: I was like, Yes. I know, I know. And then he like then he lost his he was on the higher ground at that point because he was like see and then he walked away Right. Yeah. He kissed her really intensely for what when she started the kiss he did deep in it and he, he yeah. intensified it. And then he's like, see? And then he walks away. And I'm like, That's how you needed to leave this that's shit. It. Go. And then go, she, go, go. she goes in the shower and starts taking care of herself and he busts in and like ruins it.
1: Yeah. That's when he was just like, You only orgasms. You oh own own your
0: orgasms I own your, your you. orgasms. I own my <laughs> orgasms, they're mine, bitch. Nobody owns fuck you. Anyway, and that's what that's the one piece where I was like, No, don't let her finish herself off no knowing that it's because of you like that like exactly. you know you have to you have to play the long game buddy <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't be jealous of her no she's not There's in there with the, another dude <laughs> it, it, yeah you can't be jealous of her pleasuring herself that's
0: actually this would have been the perfect time for a scene of him listening because he has super, super other intense other <gasps> yeah, shifter
1: hearing yeah. so he could
0: hear her and, like, yeah, taking care of himself outside, too. Oh, my that God.
1: That would be awesome. Ooh, I want hey, that Somebody scene. write that. Hey, we, we are writing that scene. That's going to happen in our books. Oh, we love Done. those scenes. Done. That's a good scene. <laughs> and then they, like, do it again later. And that was oh, good too. Afterward,
0: when they get mated, because mm-hmm, that was also mated. like, because then mm-hmm. she, yeah, he bit her. Oh my god, yeah, that was.
1: That's a good scene. That
0: was all but, like the from behind sex too, which is our favorite. Oh,
1: oh, <laughs> the best. Yes. Yeah, it's just it's the it's the <laughs> yeah, that was really good. I do like while well, I don't like the idea of mating, I do like the scenes where they describe the actual mating. Oh, uh, yeah. Would they bite them? I don't in certain want a places? full-on bite mark on my neck. Uh, Well, no. Wait, does it mark? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. At
0: the end, he was, like, rubbing his hand over his mouth bite on her neck. I was like. Oh. Well, Do you know
1: how fucked up that's going to look for so long? <laughs> dude, I scar when the fucking cat scratches me.
0: <laughs> it's going to be fucked up. I'm <laughs> going to. The bruises. scar on
1: my neck. Yeah. No, that's going to be yeah. a rough. yeah anyway no
0: no it's so yeah go yeah this (laughs) book is hot fucking hey yeah yeah and that's
1: the point really in the long run that really is the point but uh, hey let's do our kiss and tell yes so we're gonna go back a little bit to when we were talking about trust issues and and the independence and stuff that cerise has and she's just like really fierce on how she feels about this one experience that she had with this one boy. And Axel has to pay for it essentially. He's the next guy in line that she's just like, oh, you guys are all the same. So the kiss and tell for this episode is going to be about how has past relationships affected or influenced our, I guess, our outlook on newer potential relationships. Like, what important self-awareness lessons have you learned or, you know, things that you've learned about yourself that you are either still really self-conscious about or confident about or things that you know what you have to work on and things like that. Because so, mm-hmm. she truly, from one experience with a stupid boy, and I keep saying that because I'm like, dude, you have to go through so much more yeah. before you can judge people on, on, on all of this, but Yeah,
0: she needed to give it some more shots there, because she, yeah, so. she didn't have anything else since I, we cannot remember the dude's name, it's like Jeff or something or Greg. Travis? No, it is not.
1: <laughs> Ta- Taylor I don't know. It's a very just common name, he doesn't get an exotic name like Axel.
0: No um, but yeah, I, I so this is like super big lately in my life, obviously, everybody who's familiar with the podcast remembers <laughs> what happened last year I guess I should reference it in case people don't. My relationship of four and a half years ended because he is gay. Mm -hmm. Um, So I go through... Like, that sucks. And, like, I went through a lot of shit. And then I was starting like I'm, I'm interested in moving forward and looking for a new relationship and somebody to be a good partner and I'm like, what have I been doing wrong? like where's where is this going because how did that happen? Four and a half fucking years with the closet, a closeted gay guy, something is up, right? right And it turns out I really came to realize every single one of my main relationships, three in a row, I mean not like back to back but three, We're with guys who were just there. They were not relationships I picked. I know that sounds fucking awful. Sorry. But they weren't relationships I picked or made. Like I didn't seek out somebody for certain traits or attractions or compatibility. It was just like somebody kind of showed an interest in me. And they were, like, interested in me and they were around. And I was like, well, that's easy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'll just do that. That seems fine. Let's not put in any effort. I mean, this all gets tied up into a lot bigger, deeper things with, like, not believing I would be worth the effort. All kinds of shit Mm -hmm. like that. So I'm like, okay, well, I cannot. I finally think I've learned it. (laughs) I'm 40 and I learned my lesson. (laughs) It is not worth it to just go with whoever's around. Right. Right. Because that's Mm -hmm. not fair to them or myself. Both of us deserve better because I'm obviously not that invested Mm because I didn't pick that. I just am like, yeah, that's easy and I don't have to put in any work. Yeah. (laughs) So everything that I'm doing now is very like we've talked about in the past with some of our lifestyle plans. It's like it's intentional. There has to be an intention behind it and a choice to Mm -hmm. That yes, things are going to be hard and not easy when you go this path, but it's actually worth working on and putting in work and effort into myself and my partner. So I have, you know, a pretty nice list of what I'm looking at, like who attracts me, like what attracts me, what I need out of a partner. Because honestly, from the other side of all of these relationships, those guys were bonkers fucking wrong for me. (laughs) (laughs) everybody does it you all fucking knew it the whole goddamn time none (laughs) of it made sense and like they didn't make sense i that's not that's not who i am or who i should be with yeah Anyway, and I had the, I had the opportunity recently to fall back into that same pattern because there was a guy, I mentioned him on the podcast who I had a couple of fun sex times with. Mm-hmm. And I could have just been like, yeah, let's just keep doing this. It's easy. Right. Right. Cause it was there. It was available. He, he liked me and he was around. <laughs> It's right. really all that it was matter, and I was lonely and needed companionship. But I had to, I had to stop it. And because that isn't, I didn't want a relationship, and mm-hmm. that just settling for one is not okay. And I've right. done that now three times, and I'm not settling again. So, yep. oh, it has been a fucking ride, though, you guys, because it is hard as shit to dip, like dig up some of that crap and realize it for yourself. Like, what is, what am I doing? What, what has been my yeah. pattern, and how can I break my pattern?
1: But how liberating is it? Oh my God, mean, it's like, so fucking liberating. <laughs> I, I know, I know that it's hard to think, like you just said, you're, you know, you're almost 40 and it's taking you this long to figure it out, but. Forty is still young. It is.
0: Oh, it's so so young. Still,
1: it's still so it's, young. Yeah. And we's, yeah. Well,
0: but and this goes back to my very first real boyfriend in high school. Like this is this is a pattern I have been engaging with for over twenty years, mm-hmm. where I've been like, yeah, that's fine.
1: Right. It's <laughs> just and it's just settling into the situation you like that me you're me comfortable. Enough.
0: It's fine. And now to defend myself a snidgen. I am a good girlfriend even when I'm in those relationships. Not like I'm like, I don't care about you, but it's fine. I care and I put in caring effort, but I don't, I also know that I don't love them <laughs> and that's it's been interesting. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, I don't want to be too mean to Cerise. We've been really mean to her all podcast, but it does take, I mean, one instance isn't a pattern. So she, I think she was so mm-hmm. afraid of it becoming a pattern. She was the hell bent to not do the same thing, to not repeat the mistake that she kind of went overkill. Right. I just went, how can I do the same thing every fucking time? <laughs>
1: Right, and and I think she was quicker to blame, obviously, the actions of the ex boyfriend than to take some. I guess what is the word responsibility? Uh, thank you.
0: I think she did, though. I think I think that's why she was determined to never be in a real relationship again, because she determined that she was she let him take control and let him have power over her, so she'd never let that happen yeah. again. So I think, I mean, it was both the actions, but and her own. I don't know what she was doing. It was I don't know. <laughs> she was just I guess, she was shutting down instead of trying to find someone new and different. Like I know.
1: Yeah, I, I guess that's true. I, I she needs to find some inner peace within herself and figure out what it is that she. I mean, obviously, she's got it here in Axel. We don't need to figure anything else. No, she's,
0: she's done. She's fine now. Everything will be fine for the rest of her life. Well, yeah. Once they take I, care of the uh, witch hunter people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, once the fourth book is done, we'll, we'll be good. <laughs> But I think with any relationship, you have that opportunity to better yourself at all. You know, Dan and I have been together for more than half our lives, so it's like in my past relationships, I think I've—I I don't know—and and I think other people would be able to tell, like maybe you or Emily, who has evolved with me during all of my relationships. If I have changed or bettered or became more self-aware or whatever. But with Dan, in the beginning of our relationship, he has helped me grow a lot. There was a lot that I entered into the relationship thinking I knew, that I understood, And that I was very used to in my past relationships, like with Julian and the uh, ex fiance and stuff, that I tried to repeat with Dan. And it just didn't work because he's just such a different guy. Uh So he's let me grow from it. And we talk all the time. We are very good communicators. Dan and I have very long, drawn-out pillow talks. Constantly, just I mean, if he's not asleep, that's what we're doing, yeah, and that is we're talking, important, that's key, it's very important, and he's not afraid to tell me, look, you were being a real brat today, which I am, I'm very bratty with him. I'm such a I could be super bratty. And early on in our relationship, there was a lot of like financial lessons and family lessons and different things that really tested our relationship and our marriage because we got married really early. So those were the self-awareness things that I realized for myself and I'm confident in relationships because I know who I am and what I want. I will never be able to find that in anything else than what I have with Dan, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I don't plan to. So when and if Dan and I ever get divorced, which we talk about all the time, that's it. Like, I don't want to get married again. I don't want to go into another relationship. I've got friends in my underwear drawer and (laughs) a log shower. Like, I've got all of that stuff. So I, I, uh, but I can't, I don't. I, I'm lying when I say I don't want the companionship. Of course I want the companionship. I think it's nice to have. It's crucial. Somebody there. Exactly. I know
0: humans need. I mean, we you don't need, need someone forever and for always, always necessarily. But you do. We need physical touch and yes. and, and companionship and intimacy. Like it mm-hmm. like just just hugs like that. Is exactly. Actually healing to the human body. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: it is. Yeah. So, Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah, I, I think that's it. So be like us. Don't be like Cerise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just grow a little bit. Open up a little bit and be a little bit more. Exciting, but it's hard. I guess. It's hard. hard. It's not an easy thing to do. No. For sure. Uh-huh. and everybody's got walls that they build oh absolutely and that is very natural and
0: at first they seem like they're protective but in the end i think well it depends on the walls obviously in the situation but i found with me everything that i put up that i thought was being protective of myself was actually harming
1: yeah as if it would it became a deterrent yes. to growth mm-hmm. and so, to discovery and yeah. yeah
0: so i'm working on not having those walls anymore and just realizing that even if I pursue something and it's fine for a little while or it doesn't end up working and I it'll be sad, but that's okay. Absolutely. Like, trying to protect myself from all of that is where I have been for too long. And this is how I ended up where I you know, without, yeah, exactly. with like very... They were all very shallow relationships in like what you talked about with Dan, how much conversation you had and, and like how much you talk all the time. Mm-hmm. None of my relationships. We don't talk at all. We've never, I've never been with somebody who I put in emotional effort into.
1: Wow. Okay. I know. <laughs> I can see it. I can see this change in you. I can see, and you you, you don't change as a person. You are still Kalina. You are still exactly who I have known for 20 years, you know? Mm-hmm. But I do see the effort that you're putting into by even just going out of your comfort zone little by little by little and getting out there and doing what you need to do to work on yourself and your, your self-esteem. And that's huge. That's huge. And I know that Kalina, or not Kalina, you are Kalina. <laughs> Emily and I talk about it a lot and we are, we see it, we see it and we're proud of it and we love that we're on this journey with you. So thank it's, you. it's a beautiful thing. I'm wow. glad that it's, I'm glad that it's, it's here and that you're experiencing it and that I get to, to see it with you.
0: Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Right. Do you have
1: a fun fuck fact for us? I
0: do. I have one. Um, so it's on dame.com and it's called how to fight with your partner in a healthy way. It's by Camille Lewis from October 13th, 2021. So pretty recent, um, and I'll, you know, definitely post it and stuff, but it's about, you know, all relationships, there's going to be some conflict, right? It's do you do it healthy or not? Like, how Mm -hmm. is it? How are you guys doing that? So this is kind of for the book because it does feel like every time they disagree or fight, they end up just going ahead and having sex, but then she keeps fighting with him. So they're not solving <laughs> yes. problems.
1: They're just fighting, fucking, fighting, fucking. (laughs)
0: So this has a couple of suggestions. One, determine how you typically fight. What is the pattern that you guys have experienced? Mm -hmm. And if it's one-sided or whatever, how would you prefer? Like, what would you like to fight like instead? And actually having a conversation about that when you're not fighting. (laughs) Yes. So you can plan. Learn each other's conflict history because everyone has little t traumas in their past that influence the way they do interact in conflicts whether Mm -hmm. they shut down and become you know emotionally distant or like if yelling is triggering if this kind of you know, learn that from each other because otherwise you, you could be causing more damage to your partner by engaging in an in argument that for you feel good, but is exactly the way that triggers them or sets them right. off, right? So establish an agreement about how you'd like to, con- you know, conflict res- resol- yeah. resolution, resolution. In, the, mm-hmm. in the future. Try to fight in a neutral place. So mm. not the bedroom. If you're always fighting sure. about like sex and, and intimacy, don't do that there. Somewhere Mm -hmm. where you won't be bringing additional baggage to it. Try not to fight when you're tired, hungry, long day at work, (laughs) after, you know, like things that are obviously going to make the stress harder, you know. So try to find ways to say, I need to talk about this. What do you need so that we can have a productive conversation? Like, so that we can get through this without it being too much of a conflict. But things to watch out for because sometimes it's not good and you can't work on a certain partner because they might not be the right one so red flags frequent bounty crossing threat yep. threats to break up bringing up insecurities or trauma and obviously violence
1: so yes.
0: you know if that's what you're dealing with those are red flags and it's probably a situation you need to get away from because it's not something yep. you can necessarily work through unless they're really willing to do it and that then you probably should be in couples counseling to help yeah. them work through so that they don't do any of those things going forward. So. Yeah.
1: All right. That's well, that was good. That. And I want to, I want to add something sure, else to absolutely. that too. If you get an opportunity, like having a conversation with your partner about, your relationship, that's key, right? That's one mm-hmm. of the the better elements of making a, a relationship work. But I also think having conversations about things that have nothing to do with your relationship is also important. Cause then you learn different things about your partner as far as just a little, like maybe how they talk or how they argue or how they feel about certain things. But Dan and I have a, a lot of philosophical uh, conversations and I'm not nearly as smart or well-read as he is, but he teaches me a lot and we talk about all sorts of different things about society about just like different topics so if you want to conversate with your partner and you don't know what to talk about think of something very random and have a discussion about it and just make sure you guys are on it's just a conversation so you don't if even if it's like bipartisan you guys are on opposite sides or or whatever, just know that it's just a conversation and uh-huh. that you don't have to get all bent out of shape about it. Because I, I say that Dan and I have all these pillow talks and stuff all the time. Most of it's not about us. It's not about our relationship. No. It's about fucking the pandemic or <laughs> about like privatizing jails and shit like that. Like it's all it's about something else that has nothing to do with he and I. Uh-huh. But it's a way for us to relate and have a, a shared communication that connects us in a, I want to say a deeper level, level, but even at a, just a different level. It's just mm-hmm. another element of something else that you can do in a relationship. It doesn't always have to be about how you feel. No,
0: absolutely not. Yeah, it should be. You could have all kinds of conversations. Yeah. Theoretical ones, hypothetical yeah. ones. <laughs> it
1: could be about the last Yellow Jackets episode. Right? Oh, my God. Oh. So much. That's not I what this podcast does. It's so. not. We don't. We can't. <laughs> we have to we move, move on. We can't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's rate this thing then. Yes. Okay. Sex book. Right
0: Sex how do book. This?
1: Yeah. You ready? Yeah. One, two, three, eight, eight seven. Oh, six. Ooh, six. I considered six because I was having a real hard time with with how I, – I could, like, 99% liken this book to the other book. Oh, yeah. No. Change the character names.
0: And I don't think I like these characters as much as I like the ones in the first two. I honestly – I could be wrong, but I remember really liking Zane. And <laughs> Axel just isn't much to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: Yeah, no, he makes oh, yeah. it up for the sex against the wall, but I that's I, I think I'm I'm with you on that too. So yeah. but I like where this story is going and I see the potential in the next two books, so I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt.
0: A hundred percent. And at the end of the day, the sex is definitely worth yeah listening to this book for anyway. Also, uh-huh. it's four and a half hours or whatever, so
1: bonus. Fucking bonus. Don't dude.
0: don't get bit yeah. out of shape It's not gonna exactly. take that long. <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, they're perfect. They're perfectly... And Millie's got great writing style. Oh, and she's prolific. There's so
0: fucking many books. Yes. There's so many. So many. Yeah. So many Millie books. So it it may not be your favorite. It wasn't our favorite, but that's fine. We'll move on. We'll see what the other twins bring to the table next
1: time. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. All
0: right. So next time, we're going to be reading Demon Huntress, Love Me to Hell and Back by Elizabeth Mason. So join us for that episode in two weeks. And Mm -hmm. in the meantime, if you want to reach out to us on social media, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to engage and talk with you. You can reach us on Instagram,
1: Pinterest. No, what? Huh? Pinterest? (laughs) wait are you secretly advertising for another podcast no and i'm not even
0: looking at something that says pinterest i don't know
1: where that came from we are not on pinterest don't find us there anyway (laughs) instagram facebook
0: twitter at uh. Dirty Books, or you could email us directly at dirtybooks at gmail.com and all those places
1: it is sh with three h's and you could visit us on our website at dirtybooks.com and most places that you could find podcasts thank you jim townsend for your music and we can't wait to Meet with you guys next week. With that, we'll say goodnight. This is Saylette. And this is Kalina. And it's not next week. It's in two weeks. Well, sorry, you know, I said they figured week. it you know, out. You know what I mean, yeah. <laughs> we'll see you later. Bye-bye.
0: Yeah. yeah, you've been listening to Sh- reading Dirty Books with Kalina and Saylat. Be sure to tune into the next episode. Some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them.